0: I'm Lee Harris, and here are today's top local stories. You can only lose one game in a three-game playoff series if you want to advance, and the Mets failed to do that. In their wild card series with the Padres, they even managed to get shut out in their decisive game, so that's it for them, and the fans are more than a little disappointed for obvious reasons. Well, the Mets' regular season featured one of their most successful ever in terms of wins, but ended on this terribly bitter note. Nicholas Mott from Lindenhurst sums it up. 101 wins is no joke. You know that's to, I guess, patent that, you got to get at least uh, a win or two in the postseason, and they didn't do that. you have a bitter taste, or you, or you leave today feeling all right? I mean, I mean listen, it, it is what it is. I'm going to be upset for the next couple days, but we'll see what happens in the offseason. You know, DS free agent, DeGrom free agent. I know Nemo wants to test free agency, so we'll see what happens. The Mets' bats going silent. An empty feeling for fans, certainly for now, but spring training is not that far away. Glenn Schock, 10-10 wins outside of City Field. And as for the guys who actually played the game? Well, it's almost impossible to do anything with just one hit. And shortstop Francisco Lindor could only tip his cap. It's not easy to win, and it's not easy to win in the postseason. And you get the best of the best, and San Diego... But Lindor says those 101 wins in the regular season, definitely something to build on. we created a culture here that's going to be one of the best ones in the game um, coming up. Uh, I'm tr- truly excited for what's going to come. Um, this is a step forward. This is a step in the right direction. Right now, however, that direction is home for a long and cold and frustrating winter. Mark and A, 10-10 wins sports. The Yankees, meantime, open their division series against Cleveland tomorrow night in the Bronx. Lee Zeldin was out campaigning for governor yesterday when gunfire erupted outside his home in Suffolk County. Congressman Lee Zeldin said the drive-by shooting happened outside his home in Shirley while he and his wife Diana were driving home from a parade in the Bronx. His 16-year-old twin daughters were home but not injured. He said blood was found on his front porch where one of the victims took refuge. Another victim was found in the bushes. Zeldin, who's running for governor, said it was too close for comfort. I mean, at what point are we supposed to talk about the crime on our own streets? I'm standing in front of crime scene tape in front of my own house. Zeldin said his two daughters were at the kitchen table doing homework at the time. Uh, You know, it's only now that they're 16 years old that they would be at home because they have a lot of homework to do. They've had trouble refocusing on their homework since earlier today, and that's okay. The police said the shooting was not connected to Zeldin in any way. Carol Deoria, 1010 Winds on Long Island. It's Columbus Day, which not too long ago was not very controversial, but things are different today. Nevertheless, there will be a parade up Fifth Avenue, and Angelo Vavolo of the Columbus Heritage Coalition says there are good reasons to celebrate Christopher Columbus. Accomplished a great deal, introduced the the old world to the, to the new world, and uh, the beginning of immigration, uh, the beginning of people coming to this, to uh, to the new world, and. Uh, creating a new life for themselves. Begging to differ, Kay Bain, CEO of Community Capacity Development. He doesn't even call this Columbus Day. I think that's a total disproven myth at this point, that Christopher Columbus contributed in a way that historically we were taught in our classrooms and textbooks. I think that we celebrate, as mm-hmm. you know most people in our circles, especially communities of color, Indigenous People Survival Day. What is still at least for now, the Columbus Day Parade steps off at 1130, running from 44th Street up to 72nd, with all the usual street closures. They have a statue of Christopher Columbus in uh, city park in Pittsburgh, but a federal judge has ruled the city can remove it. Now, attorneys for an Italian-American organization are challenging the ruling on the grounds that the mayor doesn't have the power to override the ordinance clearing the way for the statue in 1955. The judge had urged the city and the organization to work out a deal to relocate the statue, which has been vandalized multiple times, and it's currently wrapped in plastic. A 17-year-old boy was just waiting for a six-train at the East 53rd Street Station Saturday afternoon when he was attacked by at least six people, most of them wearing hoodies. They beat and stabbed the boy, but he was able to escape to the street. He needed several staples to close his wounds. We have surveillance video of the attackers up at 1010wins.com, but they were all wearing masks, which are now optional in the subway water main break in Nutley, New Jersey, has been sealed off. Full water service to affected towns should be restored in the next 24 to 48 hours. The break actually had no impact on Nutley's water supply, but it did result in a boil order for Bloomfield, and Montclair and Glen Ridge instituted water emergencies, prohibiting non-essential water usage, lawn watering, non-commercial car washing, and serving water in restaurants unless requested by a customer. Some of the migrants who've been bussed up to New York have wound up at a hotel on Staten Island, the Staten Island Inn in the Travis neighborhood. The director of the Staten Island Immigrant Center says they're trying to help collecting donations, and the city has been sending prepared meals to the hotel. But Sebastian Bongiovanni, who owns Verde's Pizza on Victory Boulevard, says... Migrants have shown up there saying they're hungry, and he has provided them a few meals. But he tells PIX11, Travis is a very Republican community and nobody is very supportive of the border situation. He says they care about human beings, but they also care about their children and their businesses. A dispute aboard an MTA bus in the Bronx last night ended with a 55-year-old man getting stabbed to death. Police say Lamont Barkley got into some kind of argument with a man and a woman aboard a BX-19. Near East 149th Street and Gerard Avenue. And both the man and the woman stabbed him multiple times before getting off the bus and running away. Barkley was pronounced dead at Lincoln Hospital. No arrest so far. A man who was hit by a car in Washington Heights on Saturday apparently didn't appreciate it. Cops say the man who got hit whipped out a gun and shot at the driver who hit him. Police say the driver took off on St. Nicholas Avenue and threw a gun of his own out the window while he was doing so. Police arrested him. They're still looking for the guy who tried to shoot him. Funeral today for 53-year-old Paul Cutts, who was shot to death in the lobby of a courtyard by Marriott in Poughkeepsie earlier this month. He was visiting his son, a student at Marist College. Two homeless men are charged in his killing, which police say was apparently just random. Paul Cuts was a CPA. He ran a financial services firm. His funeral mass is set for 11 this morning at St. Anthony of Padua Church in East Northport. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.